everybody, welcome back to the District Church Podcast. This week we have a very special guest. His name is Clifford the Harden. How do you, what's your actual, what are your moniker? My name is Clinton Robert Harden. Maybe, maybe not God-given Christian name. Clinton My Ro- Christian name is Clinton Robert. So Cliff, it's, it's great to have you here today, Cliff. Um, per usual... Uh, as we start the podcast, you guys have missed some of the most riveting conversations that that we have. Generally, if, if, if you didn't know this, as we start the podcast, usually Travis and I are, we say, medium, semi-prepared about what we want to discuss. Is that a fair way? I think fully prepared is how I would describe it. Fully prepared that is because we have great conversations. <laughs> we have great conversations. We have great conversations. I believe um, that. A lot of times the best parts of the conversation are, are leading to, hey, what are we talking about today? Um, but what you guys you guys have missed today, um, Clint was explaining to us how thrifty and wonderful it is to shop at Aldi. Mm, it is. If you're not shopping at Aldi, you're not doing any favors for yourself financially. Okay. Do you call it the German grocery store? I do not. I call it Aldi, is it and German? I don't. I don't call it Aldi's either. Oh, it's there's no hard. apostrophe s. It's just Aldi. What if you hit oh, up I, multiple yeah, Aldi in one day? Then what is the plural of Aldi? It's pronounced Aldi. Oh, that, is, that sounds dark. dark. Like like cat like. <laughs> seems dark. Aldi. Like we it's all like die. Cactus like the plural of cactus is it's cacti. cacti. It just yeah. doesn't sound as morbid. Yeah. So we talked about Aldi uh, next, just because all of us are very highbrow. We were talking about, and we're we're very up with the times. We were talking about um, Tiger King. Well, Travis brought that up. I think it's fascinating. Do you remember? Okay, so do you remember when Twilight came out and everybody had to be all the teenage girls had to be Team Jacob or Team Edward? What team were you, Travis? I don't remember there being a team. I was Team Fascinated, just blown away by the whole thing. <laughs> Team, you know team, sign me up. <laughs> Not only so, did Travis bring up Tiger King, but he just kept talking about it. Yeah. Well, we didn't tell him. To be fair, yeah. for his credit, we did not say stop. But to go back, are you team Tiger King uh, guy or team Carol Baskins? I think. Or that other guy. I think, oddly enough, Carol Baskin and uh, the Tiger King are one and the same. I think they are the same person, basically. Same personalities. I think that's why there was so much vitriol between the two of them Ooh. is because they they really were the same people. They loved big cats. They both had them in cages, and they both hated the other person. So mm-hmm. there's lots of similarities going around. Maybe that's that, you know, It's, hate, a, pa- it's a parable in life. It is. You're really looking yeah. at yourself in the mirror sometimes. Man. You don't like it. Clint, tell us about yourself. Tell us what you do, where you live, social security number, things like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Um. Just so you know, since it doesn't translate well, <laughs> I can I can say every time that one of us, me or Clint, rolls our eyes. We'll just that have was. a secret word. I'll say <laughs> papaya. Um, papaya. So I am married, been married. Almost six years. It'll be six years in December. Wow. Yeah. Man. So that's a while. Um, to 
my wife, Hannah, who leads worship at our church. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of people that don't realize that we're married. Mm. Um, but whatever, we're married. We have a beautiful little girl. Her name is Callie. She's got um, the brightest red hair. Maybe on the planet. She's I was say west of the Mississippi. She's got um, red hair, blue eyes. <clears throat> she is nothing but a joy. And okay. She is. No, she's, I'm not gonna, she's not even listening to this, man. Parenting so easy. Okay. And, but like thank it's you. still it's still the hardest thing I've okay, ever done. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, we need to land the plane here. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> she's. Oh, is it that oh, she's made it easier that you watch the rest of us as we try and parent? Um, I work at Cargill in logistics, and I won't go get into what I actually do on a did on a day to day basis because I'm just kind of tired of getting like the glazed over look from people of just like, oh, that sounds interesting. Okay, cool. I think I can describe it. When sailboats used to bring in exported goods from other countries your job would be to make sure that the sailboats were working properly to provide the exported goods at a docking area. No, he's not a mecha- he's not a sailboat somewhere. I don't work States. at the port. No, he's but in you, he's in here's are, the right word. You're you're in logistics. He's in logistics. Okay. What can Brown I think do for I you? Somewhat nailed it. I don't think you did at all. Okay. Well, I don't know what you do. Here, would you like <laughs> me to say would you like me to say it? I would very much. Uh Travis, sailboats people don't ship packaged meat on sailboats anymore. Actually they're they're starting to install marine vessels with sails. Boom, roasted Matt. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Chalk filled the the containers the containers that you ship. Tupperware containers. They are uh they are chalk filled with meat. And sometimes something happens in there. The refrigerating part doesn't work or something like that. And then uh, as the adage goes, um, soiled meat hits the fan and then, and then Clint has to figure out what to do with it. Matt is a thousand times closer than Travis. Yeah. I mean, that was actually pretty close. We kind of like said the same thing. But you didn't. So what I do is... I work on a team called Overages, Shortages, and Damages, OSND for short. It's the claims department at Cargill. So whenever something arrives to like a truckload of meat or um, hides, like cow hides, arrive yeah. to a customer and it's there's too much of it, there's not enough of it, or it's damaged, that's when I come in and um, figure out what happened and have to try to try to claim some some money back for the company you're the cleanup guy yes everything that comes into my team is an issue everything there is never anything that is just like oh hey that that's good that that happened that never happens so um what you do is incredibly um important to the operations of Cargill, obviously. What you do is incredibly important for you and Hannah, your marriage and parenting. I can't wait to hear where you're going with this. Also, what you do hobby-wise is incredibly important to the way that the earth works. There it is. And that you are a big-time bird watcher. Agree or disagree? You always bring this up. (laughs) I feel like it's fascinating. (laughs) You might be the only 
legitimate bird watcher I personally know? You know, I haven't. I knew this was going to come up. Okay, well, then I knew it's it, fair. and so I prepared a response in my head. Okay, I haven't gotten past this point in our conversation <laughs> in my head, so um, I haven't been bird watching in, I mean, maybe two years. I mean, it's been a long time. Is that because life got busy, work, parenting, oh, yeah. marriage, all that? Yeah. But so it's not that your heart doesn't want to. No. You, yeah, I'm still, still I'm still in the birding groups on Facebook. Um, I'm in a birding memes group on Facebook, so <laughs> I've found my people, and uh, you know, birding really took off in 2020 whenever when everybody was at home, and I mean, all day they were fascinated by the kind of birds that came into their yard, just unprompted. Seeing okay, and so they and they started seeing them, and they're like, "What kind of bird is that?" So I think a lot more people are interested in birds than... Oh, I agree. I mean, they've... Yeah, I think there's a lot of people who do the bird watching thing. Rarest bird you've seen with your own eye. Like in, like in the you. wild? Yeah, like for like you've seen it. Not on, not on YouTube or... Sure. Right. Well, in captivity, we saw a shoebill stork at the Dallas Aquarium. Is that the terrifying? Yeah, that's like, like the dinosaur-looking thing. Oh, that's like wow. all gray. It's like yeah, it's three little... to five feet tall. Yeah, a giant beak. Um, I mean, though it was. I just want awesome. you guys to know, I had to go discipline my son because he got up from being in bed when he was supposed to, and nothing could have brought me more joy than to come out and know that you guys were talking about Clint's bird watching career. Well, Clint brought it up. I did not, and that was probably the longest that Matt has gone without talking. No, I'm great at not talking. I hang out with Travis all the time. So that was in the zoo. <laughs> so that was in the zoo. That was in the zoo. That was in the zoo. So that was in what about in the wild? In the wild, I don't know about rarest. Um, what 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 bird did you see that you were like? Oh, that I mean, <laughs> hey, no, he's right. He's right. I just literally like that. Uh, um, so at Quivira National Wildlife Refuge, it's out by Great Bend the Great Bend Stafford area mm. each year there's a gigantic migration um, twice a year these birds will leave South America to fly up to Canada where they breed well guess where they land right here in the heart of America Great Bend Kansas hmm. and it's amazing like like you turn onto this road and me and Hannah were together the first time we went, and it, lit, it was like we both gasped. Hmm. It was incredible. Like wow. they have these giant salt marshes where these birds just come and land. They rest for about a week, and then they take they take off and fly up to Canada wow. to finish their their migration. And then they come back. They land at at Quivira, refuel, and then get back down to uh, South America. So. There's some really incredible birds. There's black neck stilts out there. I've seen those. There's American avocets out there. There's Wilson's phalaropes out they there. Have, they have phalaropes out there. There are northern shovelers, which northern shovelers aren't as rare, but they look a lot like a mallard, but they just have like like much larger beaks. They have very pronounced beaks. But um, yeah, so th- those are probably some of the highlights. Of, of the birds I I struggle with with the with like the warblers and the sparrows those are pretty small and I can't always tell what what they are because I'm still like super amateur hmm. but 
still, it's a good time. What okay. are the birds at Walmart that always are crows? Uh, those are crows. Those are not crows. Okay. Uh, what are what me. are the those are, the, are you know what I'm talking about? They're called grackles. Grackles, which I feel is a very fitting name. Wow, that's yeah. a great name. Mm-hmm. What do you mean at Walmart? Like, like the ones in the parking lot. You've never you've gone seen to them. Walmart and oh, you get out yeah, the ones those. that are just like getting in people's the grills yeah. of people's cars. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, th- those grackles. are those are city birds. Grackles. And and what's what's crazy is that when grackles are in the wild, they're beautiful. They're beautiful. They're um, they're really incredible birds, but they just find these parking lots <laughs> in the middle of Wichita, and it's just like. Oh, guys, guys, find, find find your place. Is a is an is an ostrich? Do you count that as a bird? Why wouldn't I? Because I think ostriches came from the pit of hell. Those things terrify oh, me. Those things are awesome. When we were in South Africa, one of the times visiting my my sister, we watched these kids that were taking rocks and just throwing them at ostriches. Like we had no joke, thirty feet away, an ostrich, and and these kids were just throwing rocks at them, and like. Those things kick you in the chest and will kill you. Yeah. Okay, my second question, and I know I'm interrupting you again, Travis, but um, uh, how do you get in? If, if you if you guys already answered this question, then move along. But like, how did you? How do you get? How does one get into bird watching? What led you to that? I think actually, the the for me, the seed was planted when I was in high school, and I've told Travis this joke before, but I was leaving for school one morning. And I'm sitting in the car, like getting everything together, putting my CD in because at that point in time, listen to CDs is a compact disc. Yeah, yeah, it was 2007 at this point, and a red-winged blackbird landed on the car, and I thought it was an Oriole. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And I thought that was amazing. Which way? Which one's more? Which one's more rare? It was. Um, of those I mean, two options. Well, the red winged blackbird is. I love the. T- <laughs> this is a joke that just does not work for me. <laughs> <laughs> it works for a very specific sect of people, but uh, the red winged blackbird is actually the most common bird in the world. Oh, maybe not in the world, but at least North America. Man, so there's something seen... beautiful. You were inspired by by. And I didn't touch birding for, I mean, what, fifteen years. And then, and then suddenly something clicked in my brain. It was like, there's, there's an entire world out there of birds that are waiting to be seen. I have a, I have a list on my phone of, of the birds I have. One of the most rare birds that I don't think anyone's ever seen with their own eyes, but they say once you see it, it's one of the most beautiful things you've ever seen is a Jayhawk. Have you ever seen a Jayhawk? Clint? What? Papaya. A Jayhawk. You know, red and blue and yellow feathers. Plays basketball. Oh, oh the oh, with like, buckles on his shoes. Are you specifically talking about the, pil- the pilgrim bird? <laughs> are you specifically talking about 2013 when Wichita State beat them in the? Yeah, the one year you guys can say yeah. that you beat the Jays, and we're hanging on to it. We're gonna play you guys this year <laughs> with everything. So here's here's my here's my note in my phone. These are ones you have seen. These are the ones I've seen. That is a lot of... And I got them broken out into Quivira, April 22nd. Um, this is, can I pick my favorite that, name? For those that are just listening, this is a... The, the, these, these are the ones I've seen. This is yard, a note on Clint's phone that he has kept of all the birds that he's seen. And this is after There's a two-year hiatus. In there, it's on dark mode, incredible. by the way, if it helps you to picture. 
Yeah, Let me, can I pick my favorite bird out of here? It's a long list of birds. The one thing I wanted to say about the grackle is I think I can hear their voices if they actually could speak. And mm-hmm. I think their voices go like this. Hello, family of five. <laughs> that is uh, not what I think of. What, do you, what voice do you think of when you think of... Got a light. <laughs> that's that's what I think. And now we've made it back to TJ's conversation because that's the voice that we do for for the T, the TJ's burgers. Pretty good. So for those of you that did not know, I'm, honestly, you listen to this podcast and you find out stuff you didn't know. So yeah. when you get out of when you get out of the car and you go into Walmart and you see those it's little birds, it's a grackle. Mm-hmm. Just, the 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 black ones are males. The the more brown ones are females. Okay, let me read a couple of these on here. That's great. That's great. Thank you. Black, no <laughs> black-capped chickadee that is actually the bird that kind of reignited my passion for birding. Okay. Was the black-capped chickadee? I saw it at Great Plains Nature Center, just in a tree, and it was just hopping around, and I was like, "Dude, I am." Yellow-bellied bad. sapsucker, which oh, sounds man. that sounds like those, an insult from the twenties. Those are uh, a woodpecker. And they look like a normal woodpecker, but like super disheveled. They didn't. They didn't comb their hair in the morning. No, no. Like they just rolled out of bed. I don't have. And started. And that's just how they look. Well, yeah. yeah. They're <laughs> just like, hey, well, I'm here. I'm not mature enough for some of these words. These are these the tufted titmouse. Come on, man. Wow. This Where, is a, this is a clean podcast. Huh? Do those eat mice? No, they're they're actually a pretty decent size. Like mallard. Serious question. Bird watchers, and then hawk and eagle Shuttlers. watchers. Two different people or same same family. Same. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got I got falcons on here. Okay. The There's dirty no bird. Falcons. There's no falcons, except for in Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. The, the, Atlanta the peregrine falcon. falcon. There's the, a falcon in, in Kansas. Yeah. The wow. peregrine I falcon. It's actually the fastest. Fal- it's actually Do you the think Falcons bird. just exist in Atlanta because of the Atlanta Falcons? Shout out to the Franklin Elementary Falcons. Shout out. Do Clint. you wait? Wait. So if we go through different sports teams and we tell you the mascots, do you think that those just exist? And well, if you did you know jazz those. jazz players primarily hang out in Salt Lake City? Here's the thing. This <laughs> is the this is the other thing that I wanted so to get good. to that I wanted to ask you before we moved into more of some 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 actual content. <laughs> 20 minutes in. The, Yikes. Are you serious? One of the things... One Listen of the to things, this on 1.2 speed. This will be 60 <laughs> seconds. One of the things that you're also really good at, or you used to be, is you could name almost every mascot oh, yeah. of every high school I still Kansas. have a few. I still got a few on my noggin, but... So let me just not, throw out... Not as many. Not as many. Okay. I'll throw out, I'll Look, throw out five. I, I need to make it clear. I used to have 99% of the state memorized. Okay. I'm just going to throw now, out a few. I haven't worked in high school sports for, I mean, in that capacity, 10 years. Stop. Stop. Let's okay. just see how you so, do. Heston High School. They're the Swathers. The Swathers. <laughs> Give me a challenge. Wow. Okay. Chapman High School. The Fighting Irish. Wow. That's up in my neck of the woods. Okay. Eh? I mean, uh, Topeka High. Topeka? Is that the Vikings? That's Topeka Seaman. Oh, man. Um, Topeka. Blue Jays? The Trojans. Dang it. Junction City Blue Jays. Junction City. Where cities. your boy grew yeah. up. Manhattan. They are the the Indians, right? Yep. Yep. They are still. Um, <laughs> Hayes. They're the Indians as well. Oh, are they really? Yeah. Okay, one more. Shawnee Mission North. Shawnee Mission North. Is that where you went to high school? No. 
Um, Shiny Mission North. This is a trick question, just so you know. Is there, is there a Shiny Mission North? Oh boy, is there. So the oldest Shiny Mission school. What's right. Wichita North? Oh, are they the Redskins? No, oh, they were also the Indians. Oh. Just after you rattled Last them. one. Wow. Chanute. Chanute is a fun one. The Blue Comets. Whoa. Of Chanute. I'm impressed. Yeah. Still impressed. Yeah. That it's is still up there, Herford. Man. What? I don't know. I just made up a word. I thought maybe That's it was not, a town. Well, okay, well, it's a real word. You didn't make that up. I think we've probably... No, that came from my brain. <laughs> I think we've probably perfectly encapsulated everything there is to know about you in a matter of 20 minutes. I mean, minutes, pretty close. Which is pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, go ahead and shut it off. On a more... <laughs> just kidding. Actually, just kidding. Keep listening, please. So if our podcast, if we're in a car driving down the road, we're moving in the left lane, which is a little bit more serious, a little bit more pointed. Yeah, you got to over the last couple of years, you have experienced at a young age. How old are you? I am 33, 33. So, yeah, you're you're young to have experienced this to, to move tactfully as we can into this. Your dad passed away. Mm hmm. Um, what, 20, was it last year? It's 2022. It was April of 2022. Uh, cancer? No. No, not cancer? No. Wow. Okay. Yikes, I'm Travis. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Phil, you should be. I, I was at the funeral. I, I was at the funeral. <laughs> Gosh, get serious here. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, you were at the funeral, and I remember that because... Callie would not sit still <laughs> and uh, you texted me while I was in like some back hallway with her at my dad's funeral you said are you sure you don't want me to take Callie for a little while <laughs> I said no really it's fine I was a genuine offer yeah I and like, I appreciate hey, it I, want you to miss I appreciate the, it yeah. I thought it was going to yeah. be something sarcastic that's a yeah, good offer yeah. no that was genuine <laughs> yeah you had your whole family there yeah yeah, yeah. It was mm-hmm. out in El Dorado mm-hmm. so yeah what, what, what did he pass? What did he pass um, so there was a couple things that he had. So uh, gosh, it was probably seven or eight years ago at this point. He had a heart stint put in hmm. and a pacemaker. And so like his heart wasn't in great condition. Yep. Um, and then he had some issues with his colon that he needed to have surgery for. And uh, he got clearance from all of his doctors that like, yeah, you're, you're good to, to have this surgery. And, um, and so he made it through the surgery, but then... So the concern was the heart as he was having a surgery, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So he made it through, but then afterward, it was like his body had just taken on too much. Mm-hmm. And, and it was just like he, he slowly passed away. Mm-hmm. So, 62. 62. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and seriously, I mean, you're 32 when that, or mm-hmm. 31 or 32 yeah, when that happened. I mean, so you're, you're young to, mm-hmm. to experience mm-hmm. like laying a, laying a dad to rest and mm-hmm. all that. And I know that took that and, and grief is something that's just, it's, it's kind of an ongoing thing. It's not mm-hmm. like, well, I went through that season and now I'm past it. So yeah, for sure. What, what has that been like, um, to navigate, um, I mean, I mean, as a person, but like following Jesus, mm-hmm. what's it been like to navigate over the last year mm-hmm. as you like, as distance is getting further and mm-hmm. further away from that moment? Like what, what was hard to walk through? What was yeah. we, we, yeah. What, 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 what thoughts do you have? I mean, initially 
the biggest thing was just the mood swings of like just the the extreme emotions that you're feeling i mean the the way i felt it was like a roller coaster i mean that the highs were high but man the lows were low Mm -hmm. within an hour Hmm. yeah i mean within an hour of like you know I, i went back to work a few days after he passed away just because there wasn't really anything to do mm-hmm. um, other than sit around the house and be sad. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, I mean, I might as well go be productive, you know? Mm-hmm. So I went back to work and that was, that was, I mean, I can't say it was hard. It was just a blur. Like I don't, yeah. I don't remember going back to work, but I do remember sitting at my desk, listening to music and trying not to cry. Yeah. Like while yeah. I'm sitting here trying to work on these numbers that mm-hmm. are so black and white. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Um, trying not trying to keep it together. Um, but as time went on, it was like the the lows it was still a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. The lows were not nearly as low. The highs were not nearly as high. Everything just kind of levels out. Um but you know, just a couple weeks ago, I, I, it, it dawned on me that he has now missed a couple of Callie's birthdays, mm-hmm. and he's about to miss another Christmas, yeah. and so another Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so it's just, and that's what one of my best friends told me was, um, his his dad passed away, and and he said, you know, you're, you're gonna think that you're doing really well, mm-hmm. and then a holiday or a birthday's gonna yeah. come up. Right, and, something will trigger it, and and you're gonna, and and you know it, it'll be tough to get through sometimes. But yeah, I think I'm I, forgive me if I'm wrong. I think this was a conversation I had with you like a couple months after he passed, and you said that you you were just like grief is weird because it hits you in waves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, have, has your experience been? I just picture like, well, it's a, it's an easy thing for us to picture. Like you take a rock. And you throw it in a, a pond or a lake and you watch the ripples go out. And the first ripples outside are like, they're really big. Mm-hmm. And then the ripples kind of become a little smaller, mm-hmm. but they continue to exist. Yeah. Maybe you're having a day where like, you're a little more sensitive to a ripple and it hits you or, yeah. or something like that. Would you say that that's kind of been your experience as, it, as it's gone, gotten further away? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, whenever grief does come it's it's not as it's not as it's not as heavy mm-hmm. you know it, it, it doesn't like you said it doesn't hit as hard yeah but it hits yeah like it's definitely there yeah and um you know j- just w- walking with the lord through that it's it's um it's been it it i mean it's been hard mm-hmm. but i'm i'm so glad to have a faith um, I, I don't, I mean, I've, I've said this forever, even, even before he died, but like, I don't know how people get through some of the things in this life without some kind of faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, life is hard. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's, there's miscarriages that happen. There's, um, divorces that mm-hmm. happen. There's mm-hmm. people that hurt you in ways that you didn't think you could be hurt. And, yeah. um, abuse and like and it's just like I don't know how yeah pe- people are walking around without some kind of faith to lean on or, or some kind of friendship or family support system something you yeah. know it's just like man it's interesting to think of like most societies outside of our own don't have the uh, the privilege of being atheists like it's a weird way of saying that but like there's yeah. the, the line of like there's no there's no atheist in a foxhole 
I like there's like in war, there's oh, okay. nobody as as missiles and and bullets are like flying overhead. You got it. Uh, like nobody's nobody is going. God doesn't exist at that point. Like there's something in us that cries out, and you can flip it the other way and go, oh, it's a religion is a crutch, and it's it's when we're when we're scared and stuff like that. But like I think there's something within us that that yearns for it. Like yeah. what you're saying. Oh yeah, and 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 that's that that would happen, but there were also times where it didn't happen for mm-hmm. me, where it was just like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't. I don't want to be around myself. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. like, like this, this just sucks. Right. And I really appreciated the people, <clears throat> whether it was, whether it was at church or work or, or wherever, they would just say that sucks. And I'm not going to try to sugarcoat it. Yeah. You know, just yeah. like, it's just like, yeah, it does. Cause there's yeah. nothing you can do to, <laughs> to yeah. help me with that. That makes, me, that makes me think of what you were, you were talking about a couple weeks ago when we talked about the evil, why does God allow evil and suffering? And just one of your points was like, Travis, one of your points was, uh, it's okay to not be okay right now. And a lot of times when we try and say things to make like the platitudes of like, well, God's got it and all this stuff, which like is absolutely true, but like that doesn't, it doesn't help. And the reason is because in a lot of times, like your being sad makes me sad and uncomfortable. So I want to fix it. Because I don't want to be sad and uncomfortable. Right, it's exactly. Like, well, sorry, that's what I'm going through. Right, <laughs> you know? just be here with me. Yeah. Yeah, what did you find helpful from people and what was not helpful? I mean, even if the intentions were good, because I think sometimes people have good intentions, mm-hmm. but the, but it's but it doesn't always help. Um, did you find anything that was helpful from people? Um, like you just said, when someone would say, this sucks, mm-hmm. you actually found that helpful. Yeah. Because, like, why why was that helpful to you? Why was mm. it helpful to hear? That's a good question. There was no fix, but you just, was it just the acknowledgement or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <clears throat> a couple things. To answer your first question, the things that, that were and weren't helpful, I, I think your own perspective has a lot to do with that. So, like, people that did try to, you know, make me feel better, I did my I always tried my best to say like okay they're they're just trying to help you mm-hmm. know and I and it's because they care about me yeah. care about my family and so I really appreciated that you know so it's like e- even though what somebody did was like entirely unhelpful it was like they're they're still trying they're still a, putting a for effort yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. thank you yeah um but why somebody's saying like I'm not like that just sucks dude um, that that was helpful because it was just the acknowledgement of like, yeah. there's nothing I can do for you, so I'm not even gonna say, yeah, I'm not even gonna say, hey, whatever you need, whatever you need, right? Because if I need something from you, I'll let you know, yeah, you know, like if 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 you're one of those people that that I need something from, I've probably already called, yeah. you know, yeah, and so yeah, j- just having just having that acknowledgement from from some people was it was just it was enough, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. We, I was talking this week with uh, some of our staff like about change when change happens and that the change can lead to growth in, in really good ways, right? You can mature from change, even though we all hate change. Mm-hmm. But, the, but there's a word that there's something that happens before growth. So change 
doesn't just go to growth. Actually, change goes to pain. Mm-hmm. And so when you're when you when you experience a change in this instance, like massive change. I mean, mm-hmm. this is ground moving underneath your feet. Change. Then it's immediately met with pain. Mm-hmm. But what what I think is is fascinating about how God wired us and and even the way that He's with us is that we can grow, but sometimes the pain isn't like we're, we're like God take the pain away from me, mm-hmm. and the answer from Him is no, mm-hmm. which is kind of like well why wouldn't He? Yeah, because as a dad, because God wants me to be happy. Yeah, exactly, me. exactly. If that's the whole if, if right. that's the whole point of life though, that's yeah. like yeah mm-hmm. you you can't, you can't really square that. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Excuse me, my my dad's death rocked me way more than I realized initially. I mean it 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 was ground moving underneath my feet, yeah. and, it, and it was like I didn't want to acknowledge it. Yeah, um, it it was like um, when it happened. It's it's like you said in in your sermon a couple weeks ago. We, we treat it as an inconvenience mm-hmm. and and that's how I wanted to treat it yeah. was an inconvenience. And then I had to take a step back and hit pause and say, this is not an inconvenience. This is a life event mm-hmm. that um, has happened to me at a young age. Mm-hmm. And how is my life now different and moving forward? How is it different yeah. without my dad around? Because I loved him. Yeah. I loved him so much. Right. Like, like I, I do not want anyone listening to get it twisted. Like, it, I, I don't, I, I hope nobody listening thinks that, like, we're being flippant about it. Like, no, yeah, like right, it, was, right. it was a heart-wrenching yeah. time in yeah. our lives. Um, so, I, I loved him so much. I have so many great memories with him. Um, he, he was truly a, a, a great dad to me. He was coached, coached baseball teams and, uh, coached basketball teams and, um, have a ton of memories with him. And in fact, it's, it's tough to, to get through, um, like playoff sports, mm-hmm. especially football and baseball. Um, cause we would just sit and text like during games hmm. and, um, he was a, he was a Cardinals fan. Um, and so Cardinals were always in the playoffs and yep. Braves were always in the playoffs. And so I was always, we were always like, like when the Braves won the world series, he was texting me counting down the outs. Like, like as yeah. it was happening. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was super cool. he like started in the seventh inning is like nine, eight, seven. So, um, hmm. it, it was, wow. it was, it was a cool That's moment. A cool memory um, so it's it's always tough whenever October comes around and it's playoff baseball and it's super intense and it's a lot of fun and you know I, I want to pick up my phone and you know give him a call or text him and yeah you know it's still still right a year and a half later yeah I'm still like reaching for my phone it's like oh no yeah so which is that's incredibly painful but that's also such a sweet memory that you yeah. have too yeah for sure and, and there's a million of those with him yeah. he was a great guy. Yeah. I've thought a lot recently about it's just a couple of things that happened in life where I'm like I have some unspoken expectations that, that I never voice but I do expect them to happen or you know expect to be able to accomplish them or whatever and so when you're when you're as you're talking about that I'm like 
what were the unspoken expectations of dealing with, you know, loss? Like you didn't think that you would experience it or you expected to get over it quicker yeah. or you expected to like, as a guy, I think like sometimes I, you, you said something earlier that was like, it was an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I totally, I, I think I would relate to that. Like, this is just something that's an inconvenience right now, but it's a, but you said it well, like it's a life event. Mm-hmm. Was that like an unspoken expectation that you were, that you would like come to re- come to the realization this was bigger than an inconvenience. This was, well, I always thought, that so before before I had ever experienced any 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 kind of significant loss as close as this um, I always thought like I'm going to handle it so well you know Mm -hmm. like I am going to treat it as a life event I am going to be able to slow down and take Mm -hmm. off work and be with my family and be sad and then it happened and it was like Okay, I'm not dealing with this well mm. at all. Um, Mom, you you good? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to work. Yeah. Um, mm. I guess I got stuff I gotta do. You know, <laughs> uh, so I I initially did not did not handle it well, but like my expectation was that I would handle it well, and that I would be able to like call up friends and say, hey, can you come just like sit with me for a little while yeah um just like listen to me cry mm-hmm. could you do that mm-hmm. i only did that once i did that to to my my friend thomas um he came over and talked me through a lot of stuff but um yeah i mm. yeah but that, that, that was probably the, the biggest expectation that i had of myself of like i'm, I'm gonna be I'm, gonna, I'm golden yeah like i'm i'm so mature yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'll be able to handle this. Yeah, was that? W- did it take a while to? Because uh, I'm sure in the process of him, like passing, did it take a while to convince yourself that it, that like to accept that it had happened? I I feel like I accepted it pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, I, I won't get into the the details, but yeah, it was. It it was it was pretty immediate. Whenever. Like it, it was, it wasn't, I still don't think it was very surreal yeah. that it happened. Um, and, and that, like I said, I, I just don't want to get into like the, sure. the, yeah. the, the nitty gritty story of, of that day. But I mean, I can, I can recount it step for step, but yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it was pretty immediate. Like me. you acknowledge yeah. this is this has happened. Mm-hmm. It's more of the like the fallout and the details and like the emotionally yeah. processing through with it maybe yeah. has taken more time. That's more drawn out than like the all right, I I I can wrap my head around what has happened. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um a question I wanted to add on there and this kinda had to do with the expectations, I think, to some degree, is like in mourning and processing through, like what were like what are, what are things that you've seen as like this was a beneficial way for me to to mourn and process and this is something that I was doing or did that maybe was not as beneficial even whether it's like a practical like this is what I did physically or like uh, like a, a, a perspective or like an, an emotional um, yeah perspective perspective is probably the best word I, I wish that the first thing that comes to mind 
is that I wish that I would have broken up my routine a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I get up most mornings, I'm out of bed by 5.30 mm-hmm. on the couch playing on my phone or, or reading something um, with, with some coffee by 5.45 every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that I had kind of let myself break that up um, just to kind of not feel like I have to hold on to, to what, what I kind of see as like a, 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 a past life, you know? So what would that have looked like if you, if you broke that up? I, I think that it, it would have helped me, um, kind of absorb a lot more, um, instead of like just kind of continuing to trudge, trudge on, like, this is what I do every morning. This is what I do. I'm going to continue to do it. So different. What would that, instead of that, what would it, it would look like sleeping in? Yeah, I would have slept in. Yeah. So get some rest. <laughs> yeah, get Rather some rest. like, this mm-hmm. is what I do. I'm not going to break it because mm-hmm. something tragic happened. Like, this yeah. is going to ruin my routine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Something beneficial that I started doing was I started going to a therapist. Um, and that was very beneficial because yeah. I had a lot of unhealthy habits and things from my past and, and, and just stuff that I didn't deal with in a, in a very good way. Um, some anger, some frustrations just before that happened. And then, Mm. and then my dad died and and it was like, it just like, it was like, I couldn't, I could not handle it. And so I I had to start going to a therapist. So I go see him about, and I'm still seeing him. Um, about every five six weeks, um, I yeah, just a, go and you get a bomb go off, and then you realize I've got all these other flammable yeah. materials mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Well, that's I mean that's smart because when whenever chaos hits you, you never run to positive habits. Yeah, you're never like a chaotic moment happens. Let me run like, to Jesus. Oh, let me eat more salad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you always run to like. I don't do that anyway. The, so. No, I know, but but I mean, like, you always run to like the things that are actually unhealthy. Steaks come with salad. <laughs> they do. Yeah. You run to your you run to your bad habits because that's like you you cope more with those mm-hmm. and you kind of numb with those, you know. Yeah. So that make like the fact that you were willing to go see a therapist. That did not happen immediately. Yeah. But, sure, yeah. <laughs> was that not your suggestion? No. <laughs> no. Um, no. That was that was my wife. Um, more or less saying, I'm sick of you acting this way. So probably here's, here's the, here's the form online. Yeah. There's the verbatim, link. I'm sick of you yeah. Yeah. in Hannah's voice. I, I found, I found somebody that I think that you might get along with. And so here's the form that you can fill out for your, your first session. There's yeah. this, there's this word I've been processing through in, uh, in Hebrews 12, where, uh, the word is not endure or endurance and it, it's helpful for me to just kind of add texture to this as we're talking about mourning but when I think of the word endure or endurance I think of this like hunkering down this is a weird image but like I just grab my knees and people are just hitting me with sticks and I just endure it why is that the image you get that's just the image that's in my brain right now who are the people hitting you 
What well, right the, now it's you guys. What are the things what, hitting no, you? No, we're not hitting you. We're here. Right now it's you guys. You. you guys are hitting me with sticks. Yeah, let's change the subject from me. Let's talk about you. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Actually, me neither. Stab it. <laughs> Just because I don't bird. Is that? A, can you use that as a verb that way? Absolutely. Yeah. You but the it. but the idea of endurance and this is I don't want to look at Travis right now, but like the, uh, the endurance, like endurance is a sport. Endurance running. Yes. Yes. Is not it's not a passive. That's it not a passive thing. It's a very active thing. You're you have actively to be very intentional about running the race, right? And that's that's faith is that you're actively <laughs> enduring. Travis and I just held eye contact for like three <laughs> seconds, and I just kept waiting for him to say the word marathon. Marathon. Genuine human connection. You know how we know because you knew what I was going to say. Yeah, it's true. It was really good processing going on. Hey, bud. This is really distracting. I'm trying to make a. A biblical point, and Micah's coming out from going to the bathroom with but no naked. clothes on. You know what I'm as as God intended, am I right? But this idea of endurance just is like nodded. is like pressing forward. So like it, it's almost as if you had just stayed. The thing that you said that you wish you hadn't done is continue doing exactly what you're doing, yeah. and swallow the morning and be like, I got it. Instead, what you needed to do is the is is actively process through this yeah. stuff and endure in that way. Yeah. Because my, my my getting up early in the morning was not like it was not in order to to process through yeah that time. It was it was so that I could have a have a break yeah from at the time my two year old running through the house and like it like it's such a such a wonderful time in the morning. The house is completely quiet. There's nobody up. It's just me. Um, I mean, do you think so there was an element of like, you could also control yeah. the early morning? You could yeah. like, I can get up and I can, you know, have my, cause I think when, when the ground is moving underneath, underneath your feet, then you want to grab hold of what you can yeah, actually that's very true. control. And, yeah. um, there, there, there was probably, that's a great point. There was probably an element of that too. Yeah. Like this, this is time that I can control. And so I obviously can't control every, anything else in my life. So yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to continue to, to get up. Yeah. That's okay. a good point. My stab at my most interesting question I'll ask you, Clint before your dad passes, Clint after what's the difference? Beard. I have a whole other reason for the beard that I won't get into next for, time. On, the, on the podcast. Next time. Um, but uh, the biggest difference, I uh, so my wife has for years, I mean years, said you probably shouldn't have said that in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't relate to that, Travis. Can you? I've never. She's never told. Nicole's never told me that. Like, hey, maybe next time, don't make that. Joke. <laughs> um, well, I think Clint before was like always making that joke hmm. and like just whatever. They're fine. Who cares? After there's there's a little bit of. There's a little bit of uh, seasoning that's like, I don't know what that person's going through. Hmm. And so I'm not going to say that. Interesting. And obviously we all have those moments where it's yeah. like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have said that. But like, yeah. it's not like there's there's much more intentionality behind 
the things I'm saying now and the things I'm doing now. Yeah. Um, the, the, the timing of, of things like I, I've gotten better at truly evaluating where I am yeah. emotionally and spiritually and, and, and being a little bit more objective about it. Um, so I would say just my, my overall awareness of others and, and what they may be going through behind the scenes mm, has, yeah. has, has certainly increased since, since he, he passed away because there were times where people would, would make some jokes and, and, and laugh and everything. And like, they, they had no idea. And like, it wasn't anything hurtful or, or derogatory toward me or anything, but like, <clears throat> it was, it was always like, I'm just not in the mood to laugh right now. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm going to continue to laugh because right. it makes this person feel good and like, right. And whatever, just keep up that front. But like, you know, behind the scenes, it's like, I'm just falling apart. Yeah. You know? So, well, I, th- I think there's something to be said about how we go through stuff. If you're going to go through hard things, then how we do it with integrity, how we do it with our character, like it can be hard. It's going to be hard no matter what. Mm-hmm. But how we choose to kind of walk through it really is going to determine who we are on the other side. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's a real formation opportunity. And it sounds weird to say because it's not like, hey, here's God's spiritual growth track. Suffering. Mm-hmm. But because it's inevitable to happen, you could almost say life is suffering or something. Mm-hmm. Someone someone said that. Like life is is uh, a suffering experience. But the way that you walk through seasons of suffering um, it ends up creating some something in you or in your character mm-hmm. that can be used for a long time, not only for your inner peace and healing, but also for the way that you relate with others. Like you're saying now, like, oh, let, mm-hmm. me, let me hold off on that joke or this isn't a time to laugh or yeah. whatever. Let, 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 let me read this room a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, and the, the, the Bible says that, uh, uh, is it the Bible says this? I don't know. You haven't I mean, said I'm it yet. I'm sitting here with two pastors. You guys can tell me. You haven't memorized. Um, that I get my Google ready. That uh, when when you are quiet, people think you're yeah. Proverbs. You're smarter than you actually are. Yeah, wise man is is, is slower to speak. Or James talks about be slow to speak, quick yeah. to listen. Yeah, there you go. So it's yeah. in two places. Nailed Probably it. more than that. I just got the two. Yeah. Well, that's also that's like emotional maturity as well. And just being thoughtful, mm-hmm. which is like that's a that's a that's a challenge even for for me probably for all of us even as you've you've gotten better at it or like most of the gentlemen that are in our church because we have a funny sarcastic group of people is like sometimes just because you think it's funny or it's a fun thing to add doesn't mean you should add it. And, and doing so not just because like I'm I shouldn't say it but like also thinking about like how is this going to be received yeah. like that's a really significant thing to, to process yeah. through and an- another thing that's different is I've been a lot more honest mm. and open like saying out loud how I'm doing mm. so like Thursday nights um, Hannah has rehearsal and whenever whenever we um but before we actually practice the music, we have a time of, of prayer and checking in and seeing how everybody's doing. And, um, 
a lot of times when it when it hits my turn, it's like I'm pretty stressed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not, I'm not doing great. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, I'm still thinking about my dad or, um, work sucks, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I've just been trying to be more open and honest with, with how I'm doing and that, that way it gives permission to other people around yeah. me. And if, and if I'm doing great, I'm doing great. Yeah. Know? Had a great week at work. That's good. You know, um, Callie was awesome this week, whatever. Um, it, it, just, it just gives permission to people around you yeah. to, to say, Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Like, like he's, he's not doing good. How am I doing? Yeah. Right? I'm not doing good. Either. Well, it's right. okay that you're not doing well. I like yeah. that. I think that's a fear for a lot of us is like in a setting, even we go to like a hub to talk about like, all right, we, we ask in most of our hubs, we ask these, like, here's a difficult question that's discipleship oriented. Now, what are you going to do about it? How can we help? And a lot of times the question comes around. It's like, well, what should I say? But you look at right. But you look at the Psalms. Like David is spilling his heart. He's sharing the deepest things in the world uh, in his life. The other the other psalmists are doing the same thing, and they're expressing some horrendous things. Sometimes, like I wish that this man's wife would 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 reap his the the awfulness of his. of his sin, that the kid, that their children would be like dashed against the stones, yeah. stuff like that, horrible things. The difference is at the end of it, they always return to the Lord's loving kindness, and it's okay. They they honestly and humbly share that as well. Is that door locked? Yeah, the door's locked. Okay, I thought I shouldn't have closed Contextual- it. Set, uh, contextualize, Clint. Why are you worried? Well, I'm gonna wait until we have a clean break so that way you can edit it. Do you edit this? Oh no! Welcome to the podcast. Um, okay, so what comes to mind with that? Oh jeez, I lost my train of thought. Well, why did you lose your train of thought? Because I was feeling bad that I closed that door. Clint locked Anna and Amelia Bayless out of the house. Yeah. I'm doing well. I thought I saw the Bayless's van out there. Do we want to add something? Hey, we're talking about uh, morning. You guys want to add anything in here? How's it going? Morning in the morning, morning in the evening. <laughs> oh, I remember what, what I was going to say. Okay. Yeah, you can. Next week we'll have yeah. Amelia on to talk about more uh, morning. Amelia would have been a great addition to she this would conversation. Have been, yeah. Next week, Amelia Bayless on the podcast. Oh, that I'm going oh. to listen to that. <laughs> I'm going to tune in for sure. I think because of the way that we've navigated this, I think we can say that Clint is a bird watcher, a married man, a father, a Christian. Of one and one on the way. Adonis Creed Harden. We got one on the way. Adonis. Potentially Travis. (laughs) Hannah's giving me a little bit of a, maybe a chance. Okay, let's let's pause real quick. Let me back up to what what, um, Matt was saying. Oh, boy. Um, you pointed at me. Nobody and knows. Said, and said Travis, but um, to like the like the the, the awful things that um, that are talked about in the Psalms, we talked about in our hub in in Hosea just mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago about how um, about how was it Hosea that that wished. Um, women to have miscarriages 
hmm. and yep. barren wombs in in Hosea, and I'm and it's shocking to read those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what he was wishing for, and he was being honest about what he was yeah. feeling. Um, yeah, it's very real. It's extremely very raw. real. Uh, mean, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was real. Awesome. Um, anyway, yes. Uh, so we, I just, I just want to get that in before we, sounds like we're wrapping up. Um, but yeah, we have, we have one on the way. His name is going to be Adonis Creed Harden. And what's funny about that is this is the name. You is, already said the funny part. <laughs> <laughs> that it's, um, based on the, the Rocky saga, the Creed series of the Rocky saga, Creed one, two, and three. No. The main character is. Um, is Adonis Creed, and he goes and boxes. And uh, uh, Creed Two is one of the best sports movies ever. It's one of my mm, all-time favorite. The montage movies, in period. the desert. Oh my goodness! You if you watch that, that movie and don't want to run running. through a brick wall, then I mean, I mean, oh at word. the end, at the I end, I wore. I watched it in the. Th- theaters and I had buttery popcorn in my stomach I walked out and didn't want to run in the final like big fight scene when Rocky is telling Adonis he's going to keep coming after your broken rib but that's okay because you like the pain because you're dangerous oh my goodness you're uh, sitting the in the theater like oh, all time as shooting stars the story of LeBron James and his rise to basketball fame the greatest basketball player I think player you of all mean time. to say Space Jam 2 that was a great one as well. It was. I haven't watched Re- that one. Received a lot of hatred because people, yeah. Well, it's a kids movie. It. Like adults were critiquing a kids I, movie. I know because they hate anyways. They I hate anything fun. I'm upset. It's okay now. to have fun. Okay. Anyway, so what's funny is that Michael B. Jordan is a is just ripped. I mean, chiseled from granite, right? Wow. My kid, not granite. My kid is gonna be a chubby redhead. <laughs> You and his name that. is going to be Adonis. <laughs> and it's going to be... Great. I just want you to know, having been a redhead in middle school... Were you a chubby redhead? Or just a redhead? No, I was just a redhead with braces and only four front teeth. So, <laughs> what I would suggest is, is good gracious, don't do that to that kid. Well, it's still up in the air. And if you want... He wants you to call him Matt instead. If Don't you if you want my kid's name to be Travis... Yes. How what? much do you want his name to be Travis? You because with all my be, heart. Great. Daniel Brown has given me numbers here. So match the number and okay. we'll talk. What's the number? Wait, what's Daniel? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't disclose that. Wow. Well, I mean, if you're going to throw it we're not talking community college numbers here. Okay. Okay. So we're talking maybe five grand a semester. Okay. Five to ten is okay. where we're at right now. Okay. State I can tell you're not serious about <laughs> me naming my kid Travis. <laughs> no, the reason I told Hannah this, the best reason to name your kid Travis is because of the meaning of the name. This, this which was is a previous episode. At a crossroads. What is that? Are you are you at a crossroads? Just kind of constantly confused where to go and what to do. I mean, that does define you pretty Perfectly, well. Right? Yeah. Thank you. Clinton is old farm on the hill. I thought Clinton old was farm. old yeah, old 
politician from Arkansas that plays a saxophone and is very smooth and confusing and probably don't watch There is more And Matt is what you wipe your feet on when you walk in the door. <laughs> <laughs> that was really well done. I, I hate you, but that was really well done. <laughs> there, is, there is actually a former senator from New Mexico. His name was Clint Harden. Yeah. No. Like, like pretty recently. Um, yeah. No so. relation. <laughs> Not that I know of. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you could define this is a, just an ongoing thing that I love to think about. If you could look at Travis or just think about people that you know named Travis, what what would you guess the name means? Uh, immature. Immature. Oh, wow, that just just cuts straight to the heart. Which is a stage of growth. So yeah, but you've been there for a long time. <laughs> I didn't mean him specifically. I just yeah, this is personal now because <laughs> this is my no definition. no it's not personal. Oh, this is just no. overall, overall the nature. Yeah, this is my definition. It's personal. Which it's personal. which if you if you've made it to this point in the podcast, congratulations. Man, well God, done. God bless you. You get an extra an extra diadem in your crown in heaven. Uh, what do you get also, for participating and being on the podcast? Um. Just say, just say the name. Just say what's what's the name. Uh, what I like to I say Travis loosely translates to throws rocks at trains. <laughs> Why? Or uh, rides rides rusty dirt bike in jorts, jean shorts. So if you want to add anything to okay. that, this is more probably more of an Eli Bayless type of conversation. Yeah, probably. But I mean, whenever you said rides dirt bikes in jorts, I just I just think country music. Which I know Travis loves West, country. West Virginia, for sure. Oh yeah, Travis yeah, that's West a West Virginia. Virginia name. Clint, if it if, if Clint came from a single state, what would you say, Travis? What is Clint? Just the name. I just I keep thinking Albuquerque. Missouri. Albuquerque. There's a Clinton, Missouri. It's not even a state. It's it's Albuquerque, Canada. Clinton. Definitely. You say f- Albuquerque, Canada? Where's Albuquerque at? New Mexico. What am I thinking of? Alberta is Alberta. what I'm trying to say. Alberta. Canada. And on that note. Thank you guys. Dang it, I almost got a degree in, in this geography. Podcast. We'll see you next time. Thanks guys, we love you. Don't look at maps when you listen to us. Mm-hmm.